You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Welcome to Cozy Room Podcast. My mommy Shan. Hey. My hey. sister Ari. Say hi, Ari. Hey. And I'm Anya. Let's go. Hey, this is Shan. Mom of the girls, thank you for checking in. If this is your first time at Cozy Moon Podcast, welcome. It's a very random but frequently posted show. Enjoy what you can when you can. It's for new parents. Y'all are very welcome. It's for a second, third, or more time around parents too. And I did not forget those of you who aren't quite there yet, haven't had your first kid, but you're thinking about it and you're just curious on what it takes to go ahead and survive the kids that you may make. Cool. Since we're all here, let's get into today's episode. Say what? Hey, Cozy Room listeners. Welcome to the podcast. Um, Today we're going to talk about my most hated subject in school of life. Math. But... The understanding of math for kids is the root of life. And what I'm trying to say is, if your child is struggling in math from elementary, they're going to struggle into middle school, they're going to struggle in high school, they're going to struggle in college. When they're out of college, they're going to struggle um, financially um, with choices, managing money, budgeting, uh, saving. So I think math is one of those things where if you get them 
on track as young as you can, the better for them as adults. It's like having a good foundation to build on when you teach kids early. And that's with every other subject, but math more importantly because people use math every day. You use math to calculate um, the weather. You use math to qu- calculate how what how long it's going to take you to get from point A to point B. Um, how much money you're going to need for gas. How much money you're going to need uh, for the bus. How much money you're going to need for lunch. You use math to understand how many hours you have in a day at work, um, how many hours you're going to get paid for. So math is one of those continuous things that you use. You also use reading and writing, um, but not so often because we have technology now where it'll pretext for you. So the way that I learned as a kid was if something was spelled wrong, I had to go find a dictionary and, you know, pronounce it in a way where I think oh it should be spelled this way let me get as close to it as I can and learn how to use a dictionary now kids don't use the dictionaries they google or they talk in their house and they have like a google uh, system or an amazon uh, echo and it will tell them how something is spelled so they're not having to use their brain to source out resources in order to find the answer the answer is just sitting on the internet or sitting in the sound waves and they get their answers. So when it comes to math, sure, there's probably apps and things online where you could just plug in the problem and it'll do it for you. But how are you teaching your child how to discover the answer on their own? How are you teaching them the methods to find the right answer on their own? And math is an essential uh, life skill It helps you problem solve. It helps you find understanding and logic. It helps you learn sizes and shapes and understand why something is supposed to be measured a certain way in order for things to fit and fall in the right place. When it comes to percentages, geometry, algebra, which I hated, numbers and rules of solving a problem, how do you um, start to solve your problem instead of you hey just find the answer like what steps are you taking to get to your problem there's always a strategic method used to get to the right answer so you just don't have a bunch of numbers out of order unorganized on your um, paper and when it comes to measurements and world word problems For me, that type of thing is frustrating because one, not every teacher teaches the same. Two, not every child learns the same. And three, there's an app now called Elevate that everybody can download. And it basically has a resource within it that tells you different methods and different ways in order to find your answer within the math subject. And I swear to you, I wish... I wish a teacher took it upon themselves to be like, hey, hmm, I don't think all my students in my class are learning um, the methods in which to get this answer, how I'm teaching them. What's another way I can teach them? And with math, it's just one of those subjects where there's always multiple ways to discover the right answer. And between the teacher and the student, 
I feel is up to that teacher to use at least three different methods in order to, for a child to understand or a pupil to understand how they got an answer. Because the way that I think, it has to logically make sense to me. And I remember doing all my homework for history, for science, for English, um, all my homework, right? And I, le- I always left math for the last because when I would go at doing my math work, feeling like, you know, confident, I feel confident that I, I really understood what my teacher said in class today. Um, the example is on the paper at the top or the example is in the book. I have the book. I can review it if I need to. All this problem in front of me is, is a different arrangement with different numbers, but I use the same methods. And when I tell you I would try and I would try and I would try and I would put my best foot forward in order to do the problem the right way and I would end up with the wrong answer. And then I would try to not be discouraged by really trying and getting the wrong answer and try to sit there and listen to my brothers, um, to my cousins, because my brothers really understood math really well. For me, that shit was like, sorry, it was like a hit or miss. Like I wasn't getting it. I wasn't getting algebra. I wasn't getting fractions. I was not getting long division. I didn't understand why you had to carry a number, period. Like, why am I carrying a number? Like, that makes no sense. You know, if it doesn't evenly divide into it, why are we touching it? Like, I would base my thinking based upon logic. And a lot of times, the logic in which you think in the real world does not coincide with an actual word problem or a math problem. And it is important for children to understand the time that math requires for understanding and the patience that math requires for understanding. And and as parents and as teachers and as uh, guides in order to find some understanding within math, you have to know how to efficiently attack your child's brain for understanding in the right way where they're not bombarded, where they're not saying, okay, okay, okay. And whatever you're saying is going into their eyes and into the atmosphere and it's evaporating because that's exactly how math would happen to me. I would instantly get sleepy when I was like engulfed in math work. Chemistry class um, in high school when I took chemistry, um, I got a D minus. And then I ended up having to take chemistry online with a different instructor and I had a B in that class. So a lot of times the teacher's methods of teaching may not work for that student. It's not gonna work for everybody. And I didn't catch on to chemistry the way that teacher taught it. But when it was taught a different way online from a different teacher, I got it. And I think we as parents need to understand that 
Just because our kids may bring home a low score on something or they're not well on a certain subject, it's not necessarily that this kid is not doing good in this subject because they don't like the subject. It could be the methods in which your child is being taught by this teacher is not working. It's not reaching a understanding with your child's thinking scale. And that's okay. But once you figure that part out, you got to research what other methods does my child understand. What can I do? And I mean, my mom got me a tutor in um, in a high school. That didn't work. Um, I did online practice tests. That didn't work. I took my PSAT um three times before I took that actual SAT that didn't work I um I had other people teach me math that didn't work I let my brothers go over it that didn't work I just it was just like one of those things I did not grasp because my mom wasn't my mom was good in math up until they brought algebra to the table and she was like, Why does why does your math problems have letters in it? <laughs> I remember that day very vividly after school pulling out my book and showing her my first problem. She said, Why does your, your math problem have have letters in it? And you know, in Jamaica, I'm not saying that they don't teach algebra, but at the same time, in Jamaica when kids go to school They'll move a child up based upon their knowledge. They don't hold a child back into first grade, second grade, third grade, fifth grade, and so on because of their age. They're actually smart enough to go ahead and put that child in the classroom where they are engaged on their level. And I feel like in America, we kind of dumb our kids down by placing them in a classroom where they're not engaged and they're not interested because maybe they know too much. Maybe they learn on a different level. And for us to stuff all kids in the same room, learning the same way, hoping for the same outcome, it doesn't make any sense. So what I would do as a parent and what I am doing with you know, Anya, she's five, um, and Ari, we count out together. Um, we, we, I review where, um, she went right on an answer and I asked her, what did she do to get her answer? That's important. And I watch her do some of the problems to see where she's going wrong and ask her, what is it that you don't understand? Um, you have to help your kid understand, what they don't understand and be there when they doubt that they have the right answer when they have the right answer because Anya does that a lot and in math what you're going to have to do is really have faith and um, the ability to trust yourself that you have the right answer based upon the fact that you followed the right methods and a lot of the times how kids and um may approach a math problem could be the first problem that they're having 
So, you know, teach them how to read a problem. Teach them how to dissect the problem. Sometimes a word problem may have two parts. Or sometimes a word problem may have three different parts. Um, And that would trip me up as a kid. Um, Also, practice with your kids from time to time. If your child comes home and they don't have homework, give them a workbook. You should have some workbooks in your house for them to work in. You should have some worksheets. And it is not nothing to pull up the internet and create some math problems, some word problems, and have them work on that. You have to constantly engage your kids' minds. Because if you don't engage your kids' minds, someone else or society is going to engage your child's mind with something else. So I would rather it being, oh, math Oh, I'm not on alert. I'm not on like high alert or I'm not having anxiety when I see a math problem because my mom does this all the time with me at home or my dad does this with me, you know, at the house or I might do this at my dad's job from time to time for fun or we go over um, flashcards. So it's okay. I know how to approach this this problem. And that's how you're going to build that child's confidence. So you have to practice with your kids at home. And make sure where you practice with your kids at home is a comfortable environment. Like it's somewhere comfy. Maybe they like to lie down and do their math work. Maybe they like to do their math work um, after they eat a snack. Maybe um, they like to listen to a little bit of music. Or um, I got these... uh, these foam different color uh, squares and that I have in a bowl in my living room. So whenever Anya has math work, I let her use those squares for counting because sometimes the problem could be bigger than the amount of fingers and thumbs she has. So I encourage her to use those blocks um, to go ahead and count and get to her answer. And it does help. And I think they were like um, $2.00 at uh what's that what's that um that school um it's like a school supply store it's called school something but that's basically where I got them um and you probably could get them at Michael's you probably could get them at Hobby Lobby um Walmart doesn't have it you can try like the dollar store I know the Dollar Tree near my house has some good like um teaching products that you may want to um just grab that's a dollar I know they had um like a whole grammar poster of you know how to properly identify a sentence and things like that so they usually have some good um learning products in there also um what you want to do is Make your own flashcards if that helps. Um, I like making flashcards for the girls. Sometimes I might buy flashcards with them. I might do them in the car or I might do them while we're waiting at the dentist's office or do them while we're at the park. You know, making it something fun so when they're actually in front of the work at school or doing homework, they don't feel bombarded with, oh, I got to do math work. You have to make it something, you know, fun don't make it seem like oh man I gotta do homework um because that's why I hated math because I I had so many different experiences of really trying and still being wrong that I got to a point where I stopped trying because I didn't trust myself to get it right even when I was right and a lot of times on tests um, I was like queen of any, meeny, money, most, or I was queen of, 
all right, if I circle D on this line, then there's no way that the next answer could be D also because that's going to look kind of weird on a test. Um, uh, by, I want to say by sixth grade or seventh grade, I got, it got to a point where I stopped putting my name on my math work in class and my tests. I would draw around the borders of my paper because I had so much doubt in myself of actually doing it right that I didn't want the disappointment of me knowing I actually put forth effort and, huh, Chantal, you're still wrong. I didn't want that anymore. It was discouraging. It made me not want to be there. And in order for me to digest the fact that, hey, Chantal, you're just not, this is just not your thing, I stopped trying in math. And what really saved me in math all throughout school was the homework credit. Um, the uh, effort I gave in the class room. Um, my test scores were crap. My um, my understanding of a lot of different areas in math was crap. And in college, what really helped me um, in math was sometimes good professors a lot of extra credit assignments and I remember having a professor um, I think in my sophomore or my junior year that would always say what do you think you deserve like what grade do you think you deserve like that was his thing I forgot his name but yeah I don't want my daughters to feel like they shouldn't try so I'm basically, they have so many different methods right now for our kids now, like something called the matrix where they multiply a different way or add a different way. It's very weird. But I'm trying to basically reteach myself different methods of getting to the answer in math so when my kids bring home their math homework, I'm not stuck. Like I don't want to be stuck when they're stuck. I can't help them if I don't if I don't understand it and I and what having kids is is really oh they got to go to school you're going back to school oh they have um math work we got math work so I I went to elementary school middle school high school four years of college finished that work 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 had kids and now I'm going back to school. So, I don't know. Parents, is up to us. You know, let your kids ask questions and find out the answers together. Um, that way, your kid wouldn't, won't feel so much anxiety and anxious when they have to do it on their own in the classroom or on a test. Um, difficulty understanding math concepts is a thing. Um... It starts with a D um, of what it's called, but it's also a thing, you know, like how, you know, people that have issues um, reading are dyslexic. There's one for math. And I definitely think that is my issue because me doing math work was so discouraging. I, I had plenty of ripped papers 
with soft spots in them, with water spots in them, with five times writing down stuff and erasing stuff because I did it wrong and going to bed frustrated and waking up with a welted face because I spent most of my night crying trying to figure out my math work or trying to figure out my assignment or knowing oh it's Friday today's a test and I'm gonna go in it and I'm gonna fail it like that to me even now it makes me really upset that I just didn't have a teacher in elementary school that observed or took the time to question themselves on understanding that not every child learns the same. Not every child is getting this concept right here. There's not only one way to get the answer. And I don't know. Hopefully your child doesn't have a teacher where they feel like there's only one way to get the answer, but there's multiple ways to get the answer of what your child needs. The app I was talking to you about earlier is called Elevate. Download it. Parents, kids, download it. It's something you can do on your phone whenever you have downtime. It's good for jogging the memory. It has English stuff on there. It has science stuff on there. It has history stuff on there. It has great math stuff, a good resource study um, tips um, section. It's a really great app, and you can really keep track of your um, progress on the app. That way you're not, you know, lost in the sauce on what's going on in the math world today. So that's my jits on why math is the root of life for kids. And if you have a child that's really great in math, please, 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 please encourage them to help another kid that's not. Um, Sometimes certain schools do have uh, like groups at school where they can help tutor other kids. So if that's something um, your child can do um, as like extra credit or, um, you know, just being a good student or offering their help, allow them to offer it. Um, Man, math. Math, math, math. And you know, I think me not being great in math has a lot to do why I'm a horrible saver. Um, has a lot to do why I might start budgeting and putting myself on a budget and then I just stop. Um, it has a lot to do with my money ma- management, you know, uh, having money, um, putting aside money, uh, the way I spend the money, um, my emotional, uh, feelings toward money. It has a lot to do with it. So the earlier, the better when it comes to math with your kids, period. My name is Shan and I'm just a mom out here with two kids of her own trying to make something shake in a good way. Bye. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. 
Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. DLM's Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.